Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? It's episode 95 of Pop Pop Culture Crisis. I screwed it up right off the bat. We're off to a great start. (laughs) How's it going, everybody? Uh, My name is Brett. Uh, I can't speak today, as you can uh, can hear. But I am here with my co-host, who hopefully can speak. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, it's Mary. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Doing good? Fan-freaking-tastic. Other than the fact that my TikTok got banned. (sighs) Still kind of mourning that you put in a um, you put in a, a, a an appeal hopefully i did like that's any use that well we'll see the the bots are not out to help you i, I would guess no, they're the, not. the chinese bots are not out to help you i told you to not put a manifesto on tiktok but did you listen <laughs> <laughs> let she me did. live my life <laughs> she, if she wants to put out a manifesto on tiktok that's her business it's not their job to, to censor her i mean fine i'm just saying it's not the platform uh, and and that uh, beautiful voice you hear there is our guest host today. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, everyone. This is Dane Font. How you doing today? I am well. You know, everybody else who introduces himself uh, introduces themselves with like what they do here. All the guests. I know. Uh, why don't you do that? I'm shrouded with a fog of mystery that cannot be. Broken. I think it's supposed to be an air of mystery. A fog of mystery sounds. <laughs> no, like the fog you're... is like thicker, thus more mysterious. <laughs> you wouldn't know that because you're not mysterious as I am. I don't even, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say to any of that, but we'll just go with it. Fog of mystery. Perfect. That's, that's fantastic. There's a fog machine in the basement. We could add to your fog. Of mystery I know it's by, mine. We should have that on during show. Did you know that? We should not do that. <laughs> you know how hard it is to breathe with that thing on? <laughs> it's about the struggle. That, well, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Pop Culture Crisis. <laughs> that would be, that'd be, that'd be great. People would love to listen I to mean, that. I mean, we need something for April Fool's. <laughs> it's like already happened. I mean, every year. Okay, okay, next 100th year. 100th episode. Well, uh, Fog what? machine. Well, at least dry eyes. Dry, and maybe maybe dry. Up, it's, it just uh, seems what like else? It seems unsafe. Strobe lights? Cheerleaders. Yeah, that would... Whole trumpet team. We were going to do Donda Boys for episode I mean, that's what we should do, But I don't think I don't think we cannot include the co-host. Mary? We could get our cow out of here. He would be here for Donda Boys. We could lock her. Donda Boys and Mary. Donda Mary. Yeah, that's we could do that. We're working on it. We'll find something to do. Like I suggested just doing something where we just like... It's like it's like an episode of like the when we did the RV thing where we just talk and we don't actually pick any topics and make it impossible to make segments out of, but it's just one podcast. That could not I wonder what the conversation would be about. <laughs> Judging by the conversation me and Mary had this earlier, morning, 
yeah. very, very bannable, con- or at least edited conversation would. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think they want to hear our, uh, our our discussions. I, I, I just, know I, I had to like take the knives away from both of you. I was like, eh, 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 eh. we use words here. <laughs> it's that's exactly. exactly well, I what asked it was. on Instagram what we should do, and someone said we should collab with the Chicken City. What <laughs> get, do you think? I don't rid- know. They're pretty hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we they want to give chicken us chicken rave. I, I don't know if they want to give us any of their shine. I know, like Roberta's really letting the fame get to her head. <laughs> Roberta's like always Roberto. It's like Roberto. It, it was originally Roberta and then Roberto. It's actually quite the story. Yes. Oh. So we can't have we can't have Chicken City on, but that would be cool. Um, that would have been cool. But we'll we'll figure something out. We got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We'll worry about hundredth episode when we come to it. That's like five uh, episodes from. Oh, by the way, guys, we also hit fifteen k on YouTube. That is very good. Thank you for that, and, and keep uh, hopefully the page keeps yeah, growing. Yeah, thanks. I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, that was passive aggressive. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Thanks for the following. Yeah, that's uh, that was that was very very passive aggressive. That's okay. That's okay. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We're gonna talk about Johnny Depp again. Uh, we it's uh, we don't cover it a bunch on this channel. It is uh, very heavily talked about by other people. But the trial is starting uh, right now in Virginia, so it is in the news. We're gonna talk about Brie Larson and. Uh, the, the pain me and Mary feel about her being added to Fast and the Furious 10. We're going to talk about Neil McDonough in a really good article that I found uh, discussing blacklisting from Hollywood, uh, his faith, and some interesting tidbits he had about stuff in his contracts that he won't do. And then we've got Podluck. we got a bunch of stuff. So if you guys are ready, I'm ready. Are you guys ready to go? I need a few minutes. Is that okay? No, no, sorry. Okay, well. uh, it was a rhetorical <laughs> question. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like that um, that episode of like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Where it's like, if you ever need anything, just let me know. And the guy's like, I need something. He goes, I didn't actually mean that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hurtful, but let's go. Okay. All right. So we are going to talk first. Johnny Depp's $50 million defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard kicks off today. Uh, yes, with battle lines being drawn and circus atmosphere in the air, and that is uh, very true. It is absolutely a circus atmosphere. Uh, so basically, I, I had a hard time wanting to talk about this. Mary was like, we should talk about this because I was explaining some of the stuff to her, but this this is such an all-encompassing case that's been going on for so long now, especially on YouTube, that there are bigger channels that have really, really made like a, their bones covering the absurdity that is... Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and like everything that means for culture as a whole for popular culture so I have a hard time wanting to like discuss it because I'm like I'm not the expert but I can absolutely laugh at the absurdity of like how much attention we as like the general public give to like two rich people who are just clearly bad for one another clearly weren't and for everyone else for apparently <laughs> it's like it's like when, when if you're if you're poor if you're poor and your your husband is poor and your wife is poor and everyone's poor and your relationship is kind of toxic, as they say, toxic, even though I hate that term, you know, it makes it may affect your family and your extended family. But imagine the hubris of being so rich that like you're like, you know what? I'm not going to just feel this pain. You as a society are going to feel this pain with me. And that is really what we're we're going through right now. The courts are involved. Uh, and uh, I do think that uh, it's hard because originally I wanted to focus on it more in that more esoteric sense, like what it means for a society when we put this much weight into what two people who clearly shouldn't have been together in the first place uh, do to each other. But uh, you kind of can't get into it without discussing like the sides. Uh, her writing her op-ed about being uh, in an abusive relationship where she not so subtly mentions, she doesn't say his name, but it's very clear that she's uh, inferring Johnny Depp. And him with 
all the awful crap that got <laughs> exactly that's how he feels mm, sorry um and all the uh, awful crap that has been done to him via uh, through her but it's more about the fact that fantastic beast is coming out this week he was removed from that movie i know she is still Shameful. working and if that's not like in her article, she talks about the wrath of culture coming down on her for speaking about uh, speaking truth to power about rich men in Hollywood. But his is the career that's suffering, not hers. I mean, I haven't seen her in a while besides that Justice League movie. Well, she's got she's got Aquaman 2 coming out. Uh, there was a big petition online uh, of several uh, like 100,000 signatures or more uh, to get her removed from that movie. Um, as we all know that uh, literally nothing in the world has ever changed because of change.org. It's, it's I think it's actually the opposite. I think I change, think it's a way to keep things yeah, as they are. Yeah. Like, let's play the change petition org so it never changes. It's like literally like well, it, you know, cuz most people aren't going to be like they, they they care but they only care enough to like go to a website site and click a button they don't care to actually go out and in lobby for something hey brett what i care do you that's what i love about you thanks man. you're a caring person <laughs> so there it says they're intending to pick the jury by the end of the day with opening arguments to begin in front of a virginia judge penny Azkarat uh, or Azkarati. uh i don't know how to pronounce that name tomorrow the the well-covered case will certainly quick uh be quick under appeal no matter who wins in this long delayed round uh as fired fantastic beast star i want you to highlight that part Fired Fantastic Beast star Johnny Depp tries to figuratively flip his November 2020 UK loss in a, quote, wife-beater libel action against Rupert Murdoch's tabloid The Sun, uh, which has a $100 million countersuit looming. Yeah, he sued The Sun uh, and lost, uh, and that was that was bad. But So they talk about here in this other article from the Washington Post, the uh, democracy dies in darkness. Do you know what the <laughs> funniest thing about this tiff is? What? They met each other on the set of... What is quite possibly like Johnny Depp's like most like whatever movie. the Rum Diary, the Rum Diary, yeah, ironically hosted in Puerto Rico. Oh, so you know about this movie? I've never seen it. I, I haven't seen it either, okay. but I just I, I kind of know what it's about. <coughs> and it's like the ultimate like from fear theaters to DVD movie. Yeah, and like they, like both of their lives have been ruined. Yes. Oh yeah, just decimated. Like <laughs> she's still getting work. Uh, but it's not like she's she's poisoned now. Like nobody's gonna wanna like a lot of people won't want to work with her. Like uh, like would you want to this much bad press in your production? She's still gonna get work because of feminism. But he's not getting the work that I he, mean. If you're making an indie film, yeah. Let, let's say you got like some budget, like enough budget to get Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a get her to get like a little bit of you know friction yep. in the movie, a little bit of eyes. Give her like a small, small role. You know, you could give her any kind of kind of role. Just the fact that she's in the movie will like start turning heads. In Johnny Depp, that's what he did last year. He did like a an indie film. I think it was filmed a couple of years ago that nobody saw because it was like Minimata or something like that. I forget what the name of it was. But he did like an indie film, and like I think I, he could have like a, a weird renaissance where he like goes into smaller budget films. Uh, until he's viable to bring back for Captain Jack Sparrow, because if they make that Margot Robbie female Pirates of the Caribbean uh, movie, we ride at dawn to protest because that shouldn't be made. I mean, at this point, you've ransacked the Caribbean. Like, how many more, uh, more of those <laughs> movies are you gonna make? You know. Off uh, off topic. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? It's Caribbean only if you're talking about the movie, obviously. But uh, otherwise, it's the Caribbean. Yeah. I have no I have no opinion on this. 
It's my job to have opinions on this. I take no well, stance. I do. That's why I'm here. No strong opinions. Uh, Good job. So it says Depp alleges, uh, it says the complaint states Depp's reputation and career were devastated after Hurd's first domestic violence accusation in 2016. But the op-ed brought new damage. Disney dropped Depp from the lucrative Pirates of the Caribbean franchise four days after it's published the op-ed's clear implication that depp is a domestic abuser is categorically and demonstrably false mr depp uh, never verbally or never abused miss heard her allegations against him were false where they were made in when they were made in 2016 they were part of an elaborate hoax to generate positive publicity for her uh, for her and advance her career uh using the term elaborate hoax is dangerous because then people are going to start thinking like uh you know as tim would say like you you start thinking of mustache twirling bad guys she doesn't seem that smart she just oh i think she is crazy i think she's that i think she's that calculating maybe i I don't know if smart's the word you want to use for it uh there was a thing where she she put makeup on her face to make herself look like she had a black eye uh, when she went to court i keep learning more um and then there's the um what are the lights i I, i'm gonna bring these up because i brought these up last time and and i kind (laughs) of shocked dane but i just want to make a reference to you guys so you know what we're talking about in this case it says um amber heard is seen smirking rolling her eyes and nibbling on cookies as she's forced to listen to herself admitting on tape that she clocked johnny depp in the face uh, that is like you can literally see the still like li- they literally I love like I want to know who the intern was who's like who's like going like right uh, right arrow frame by frame to find her as she rolls her eyes uh, in the shot. Um, and that's what we're looking at here. Uh, it's like that story about the, the woman, uh, not to get too off topic, the, the girl who accused the two like uh, college basketball players or college football players of like sexual of like rape. And then they found out they found video like years later. I may be misremembering this. The, the guys were like clearly out. They were like at like a store when she said this happened. And when this girl got like a year in jail for falsely accusing two guys who lost their scholarships, she like rolled her eyes at the judge. Like, that's what this feels like to me. She's like, she knows she's guilty of it. She doesn't care. She's got uh, the, she does not have any uh, shame in, in this sense. And li- like, literally that third is, what is it? The one, two, three, four, like the third frame down. She's like, oh, boo hoo. And then in the fourth one, she's like, I'm bored now. So it's, it's clearly a toxic relationship that I, I brought, I broke Dane's brain when I told him last time about how she crapped in his bed. Uh, and my favorite one being how when he said, you're like abusing me, she basically told him he's a baby and that no one would believe him, which is now if we're to believe that now, if all, Pretty that, much what happened. If all of that is true, right now, even if what he, even if he was an abusive person, right. And she did all that, then they're both pieces of shit. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter anymore whether he's guilty or she's guilty. They're, if we take it to its logical conclusion, they're just both bad. Are and you saying they're, like, equally responsible? No, I'm just saying, I'm saying that we shouldn't, like, it sucks that we have to give this much attention and time because it's so culturally relevant. Well, no, it's a symbiotic relationship I, that oh, we I, get out of observing their dysfunction for a long time people would tell me that they're like uh archive dot you know like archive dot today or like to use like the wayback machine to get your articles for when you when we do this stuff i'm like eh, we're using it for our own material i'm not going to you know go in arc get an archived version of something i understand that it benefits us to cover it but i'm speaking more on like society as a whole and i think that everyone agrees that we give too much cr- uh, we, we put too much stock in what celebrities do with their lives because a lot of people still look at them as these bastions of goodness and truth when we all know that that's uh objectively false i don't mean just us but i think that the public as a whole has a benefit from observing their dysfunction because yeah. 
just simply because of that, they're idolized and then their dysfunction takes them off of the pedestal. And that's what we, I guess, yeah, you want to hope that uh, if we can't knock down the idea of celebrity as a whole as something to, to shoot for, you can at least knock down the individuals as they're uh, elevated and then find out that they're not that, they're just regular people. I just think it's like the perfect example of what happens when you base a relationship purely on looks oh yeah and because she like, is, it's clearly uh, what happened for both they just got so enamored with like oh my god he's so cute she's so beautiful and like it's it was like the shallowest relationship of all time between two like extremely shallow people and this is the result yeah it's like a super dumpster fire she wrote a, a public statement before uh before they started the the trial where she talks about she goes uh, this is from her Instagram. She says, I'm going on. I'm going to go offline for the next several weeks. As you may know, I'll be in Virginia where I face my ex, my ex-husband, Johnny Depp in court. Johnny is suing me for an op-ed I wrote in the Washington Post in which I recounted my experience of violence and domestic abuse. I never named him. Rather, I wrote about the price women pay for speaking out against men in power. <clears throat> uh, I continue to pay that price, but hopefully with this, when this case concludes, I can move on and so can Johnny. I have always maintained a love for Johnny and it brings me great pain to have, to have to live out the details of our past life together in front of the world. At this time, I recognize the ongoing support. I've been fortunate to receive that. Okay. So that's to me, that's bullshit. Uh, I don't think she has any love for Johnny. I think that's, I think a PR person wrote that. Uh, if the, if it wasn't them, then they coached her on what to say, most likely. I mean, I don't know how they could coach her on what to say because it comes up extremely unlikable and un unrelatable. Uh, so I, it, it kind of feels like it's from her. What, what just, she's saying here? Yeah. How is that? How is that unrelatable? Um, I don't know. I I just don't like. I, don't, I just you mean don't just think like it's... a highly manicured statement coming from somebody yeah. who's going through well, that's why a situation I, that's that why is I felt objectively like... chaotic. Yeah, that, you... that's why I felt like it felt like a publicist wrote because yeah. it. it doesn't feel like a lot was said without saying anything no, but at all. The, 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 it has that little bit of petty that like yeah. kind of like a publicist <clears throat> would take off the petty. It would just be like this is a learning experience. That I continue for to me. pay that price. Part. Uh, I I think like the whole energy of it. Yeah, like, like I think as you're a right. whole, when you read the whole thing, yeah, like it's not like you know, like measured and like unemotional. It's definitely like emotional and like with a little bit of resentment. I think you're right. If she if she had taken off the I continue to pay that price part, it would have said I wrote about the price women pay for speaking out against men in power. But hopefully, when this case concludes, I can move on, and so can Johnny. That I, takes out the petty. Right. I think I think it's her attempt to write as a publicist. You know, like it's her attempt to write at like the yeah. most publicist thing she can write. I don't think a publicist would, you know, like a, a publicist might be even, you know, cautious of using names, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm in, I'm in a law as ever, as you know, I am in a lawsuit currently and wouldn't even list the party uh, if it was a publicist writing. I did right? know you were in a lawsuit. Uh, no, I'm saying if they had said that. Ah, they, okay. I was no, like, I'm what? saying like, that's, I'm saying like in this article, she says, <laughs> like, what's going on? she says that she's in a lawsuit in this here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never heard, not you. Yes. That's what I'm saying. She yeah, would have said that um, without naming the person. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. I mean, that's the way, yeah. Yep. Uh, Depp has filed a $50 million lawsuit. $50 damage. million, too. 50 mil well, I mean, if you look at the... Okay, so he loses Pirates. He loses uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. What is the payout? He does have he grounds for those damages, yeah. But yeah. it's just an amount of money that, like, nobody can even quantify in their head. Yeah, does she have $50 million in the bank for this? Uh, I don't believe so. I, yeah. I mean, she's probably worth uh, in the, I think... 
uh, tens of millions. But I remember there was also a controversy where they said like she didn't don't like she was supposedly going to donate all of her divorce settlement to charity. And then they're like, did she actually donate it? They like she donated the first part. Like I like I said, I'm not speaking on it because like there's like this stuff like when <laughs> when too much comes out that's bad in one direction, I'm automatically yeah, yeah. suspicious. Like if one person looks like the bad person in time, you know, it's the same way. Like if Johnny's made out to be a monster and all the articles say he's a monster. I'm hesitant to believe that that's necessarily true because it feels like it's forcefully pushed. In this case, uh, I'm going basically off these articles from the Daily Mail, which are older, but I'm hesitant to believe that it's all her fault. I think it's likely a, a result of both people just being bad for each other, but she's reaping the benefits of being uh, in a society now which is more likely to want to protect the woman in a bad relationship than the man, not taking into account that she was abusive towards him. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's like a... World, world renowned womanizer. Oh, that so. doesn't. That makes him a dickhead. It doesn't make him abusive. That I mean, uh, it, it, that makes him uh, bad for for cheating. It doesn't mean that hand he, in hand. He, you know, he's not exactly attracting the best relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the no, most he's not. stable women into his life. So apparently not. So, so. Uh, but like he had like member like his past uh, girlfriends or something came to his defense saying he's never been violent before in his life. Like we've never, I'd never uh, encountered any type of violence. And if you break up with someone and you're still willing to defend them, that For is a couple some, of bucks. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't know. If, mm, if maybe. It's, uh, th that's good. You're asking questions. I, I don't believe know nothing and um, no one. Uh, so, Brett. Who knows? But we will see. Uh, all I know is that I wouldn't let her sleep in my bed uh, for fear yeah, of what okay. she Doubt might do. On that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Stay in my bed, not sleep in my bed. Um, yes, uh, I, I would be. You heard it here first. So uh, or, okay, let's rephrase that. I would be wary of annoying her or pissing her off if she was in, there we go. in my bed. How about that? Is that fair? It, it is fair. Yes. Yeah, it's not like anybody here is actually turning her down if she ends up in your bed. But you're not going to let her uh, be angry there. That's that that I do say. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Her body language in this video is so telling. She's, she's terrifying. Just, I'm just <laughs> waving her hands around so flippantly, just like I can literally nonsense. hear the. <sighs> if I'd see her, I'd run the other way. Oh yeah, oh yeah, terrifying. Speaking of getting uh, terrified and run the other way, we've got this article about Brie Larson. Uh, Brie Larson joins the cast of Fast and the Furious 10, and here's where Petty comes in after pleading to join the franchise. This is like a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. Like uh, Larson, okay, who is okay, Fast and Furious Ten? Who is the peanut butter and who the hell is the mayonnaise? <laughs> I mean, wh whoever you want it to be. Honestly, it's it, the whole point is just a weird Brie combination. Larson is mayonnaise. The problem of the postmodern society we live in right now. I have no idea which one's the peanut butter and which one's the mayonnaise. Real, Real Larson's the mayonnaise. <laughs> she yeah. has to be because Fast and Furious is. Mwah. I still love it to this day. I don't. Uh, everyone's like they're What's absurd. What's wrong with mayonnaise? They're always like mayonnaise is disgusting. No, mayonnaise is good on a sandwich. No. Um. That's a that's a hit uh, hit X for doubt. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. You're you're. I mean, you're wrong. But that's Gross. fine. That's fine. Uh, thank you. Thank you, my, my Mary. But we Cruz. were just arguing about bus Brussels sprouts, so I, I don't him. really trust your him. opinion. Mar Mary told me, I kid you, wait, say it again so that you can gross everyone else out who's listening before <laughs> I, I we get started. I said I wanted to eat charred Brussels sprouts dipped in heavy cream. Oh my God, who hires in this company? I don't know. <laughs> We need an HR like, person. How can I'm you not ask questions now. like this? It's, uh, Sorry. I mean, I was really happy with her work up until now, and then I heard <laughs> that, and I'm just like, Ugh. I mean, it's not worth it. It's I mean, great right. co-host, not out. worth it. Red, red flags galore, my <laughs> friend. Red Honestly. flags galore. You kiss your mother with that mouth? 
<laughs> so it says, what, what better way to cap off the 10th movie of your franchise than by adding one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood today. Last Saturday night on social media, Fast and the Furious franchise star Vin Diesel announced that Captain Marvel's Brie Larson has been tapped to join the cast of the series in the 10th movie. Fast 10, uh, supposedly the last movie. Um, really? I'll, I'll believe that. No, oh, no it's not. I'll believe way, that dude. when I see it. Um, <laughs> no way. It, this doesn't end until there's a Fast and the Furious multiverse. No, this doesn't end. <laughs> Period. End of sentence. I want a Fast and the Furious multiverse where there's a version where there are no cars, where like there's another world where like they, they ride like, uh, like, like horse-drawn carriages and do this. <laughs> Like there, you know, there's like an alternate. Yeah. There's like there's like a Mormon uh, dom. We, can, we you know, need Amish fast. And yeah, <laughs> that would be incredible. Like that's like the 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 material is there. If we're gonna use the multiverse as the catch-all uh, creative bankruptcy excuse for Hollywood, then we have to get uh, Amish dom Toretto neighing <laughs> like a bunch of horses as or, he as he chases like uh, I don't even know who he would chase. Uh, the, bring back one of the dudes from the original one. Uh, you guys, I'm your demographic for this movie. Yeah, this me too. movie sounds incredible. Well, of course, Dane is also of the uh, the very incorrect opinion that Brie Larson is good, and that's that's a problem here. I I mean, I think she was delightful in the Scott Pilgrim movie. That was like twelve years. Yeah, that ago. was a long. I think time she has ago. a nice voice. You know, I think I truly like. I don't I want think to think that here with a forty-year-old white man has to say about a wrinkle in time. It wasn't made for him. <laughs> there, I just did her voice. Um, I think it dude, wasn't made for him. I, I think they were. Ma they told her to lean on that like girl boss stuff, but I think. Because but she's just a victim of circumstance. You don't understand. Oh my God. That's such a term now, girl boss. Now like, you're a simp. Yes. No. Yes. Dane the simp. Mary, you got. Don't say that. The comments say it enough. You got called Stop out. Stop it. Listen, I'll fight pejorative for you, young truth. lady. Simpcast. They're a bounce. No. Simp. Simpcast. That's my pocket. Hey, guys, welcome to Simpcast. <laughs> I'm your host. Ain't fun. Uh, D <laughs> so, Diesel, who. Uh, I, I really hope his last name is. I don't want to simp for this lady. I'm just saying. I think, like, the reason that she was girl bossing is because she got told to. And the reason why she wants to do this obviously not girl bus movie is to be like, hey, I'm not that. Well, that's what that's, that's the funny part about that. Is she, my prediction. Is she going to is she going to be at the premiere and flinch every time they show butts? Like, okay, I don't think so. That's what I'm Was saying. Devin Aoki in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Yes, that's uh, what I'm thinking is like the type of girl who should be casted in a movie like this, not like someone who looks like a soccer mom. Uh, the you mean the girl, right? The the one from uh from it was from Fast and the Furious two. She was in there. She like, yeah, stopped acting. Okay. She stopped acting in like twenty twelve or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I just think like that's the she's vibe. related like, to someone cool. Like, she's related to to Steve Aoki. Yeah, she yeah. is. I didn't know that until like I, I watched the movie. And, like I am a I'm a serial IMDBer, so yeah. I'm filled with like ex like my brain is full of knowledge. It's just all useless and serves absolutely that's your no ancestry.com. Yes, it is. It's a uh, it serves no purpose. So knowing <laughs> that Devin Aoki, who I've seen one movie from, is related to Steve Aoki, which. <laughs> I, when it when I learned that fact That's gonna save a decade ago, <laughs> when I learned that fact a decade ago, who was I to know that I was one day going to have a job where that would be relevant? That's <laughs> there you go. Blowing my mind, right? 
I mean, how many of us, like, when we were younger, it's like, get off that computer. Yeah. It's not good for anything. It's like, oh, yeah, Dad? Well, no, that's that. Uh, that's Look that, at me now. Did you ever see that? Uh, I posted it in uh, in one of our messages once. It's the, it's like a an, an ad. It's like a want ad for it to hire somebody. It says, uh, need a meme maker for a company. Oh, my and God. It was like 60 to 80K a year. And then it just says, don't, let your pa- don't ever let your parents tell you to give up on your dreams. <laughs> this is my calling. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You're like, you're like, uh, a meme maker for like Honeywell or some like random corporate brand. <laughs> <Military company. Yeah. laughs> but that's You're, literally a job. Yeah, like, no meme maker. People who run the Twitter accounts of fast food chains. Yeah. Oh, well, oh they're I always hate in, it. They're always I in trouble. Hate it. I hate it. I hate it too. They just ripped off that Wendy's girl that was a savage. The, that, that makes sense because Wendy is an individual. The Burger King. Acting as the individual with a little bit of feisty because of feisty redheads. That makes sense. But now I got like Arby's being like, hey, kill yourself. Buy a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what the hell, dude? What kind of sandwich is oh, there's it? The, there's the Burger King. The Burger King guy is like, uh, like yeah, everyone's a shit poster. Like, everyone's a memer. The Burger King guy advocated for like getting stuff so you could throw it on Sargon of a cod. Yeah, and, and then and then he also they had what? that. They there had was that, some like account of Burger King from like Spain the UK. or somewhere like. Um, no, it was some Spanish-speaking country. And basically, because it was when they were throwing milkshakes or they were throwing like ice cream or whatever on a politi- on Sargon at events, and he's like, "Buy one yeah. from us, so you can throw it on Sargon." That's messed up. And then, but then they, they also <laughs> had the so messed up. They also had the campaign where it's like women belong in the kitchen. Oh my god! It, it was like a. It was yeah. like an, it was supposed to be like a punchy title because it's like it was supposed to be like there's a disparity between men and women working in 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 the in the, in right. the service industry. It was like chefs or uh, something. Yeah, it's, so it's actually supposed <laughs> to be a positive, but of course, but whoever like, don't cre- act like that was a mistake. Well, like you knew how people would read. No, that. they didn't know. That's what I think. I think they're just um, that stupid. Uh, <laughs> Not that stupid. No one's that stupid. They Everyone knew. I think that that that's a headline that works for like um an article in a magazine. It does not work for something with a comment section. I mean, it worked. <laughs> it We're talking work. about. Do you think yeah. anybody said? I get. Yeah. Who do I? And who we do also I know? know what the point of it ultimately was. Yep. We Damn. still remember. Damn. My life is a lot. We're learning a lot today. Yes, we are. Oh, we're not talking about Brie Larson much, but that's okay. <laughs> we're going to continue. I can't say anything was, about her. Apparently, we're My point was that Brie Larson is not the type of girl that should be casted in Fast and Furious. She does look like a soccer That's girl. what I'm saying. Like, she, she looks boring. She doesn't fit the thing, but she asked for it. So like, yeah. I, I think it's her being like, she put her money on on the girl boss stuff, and it was like, oh my God, that stonk is tanky. It's freaking tanking. And she's like, hey, buddy, I need to be relevant. Yeah. So fast. So you join a, a movie franchise that's ten movies in to be relevant. I mean, <laughs> is it or is it not relevant? I love the fast. I, I love it. I love it. I don't care. I, it He'll makes no be, sense, and I love it. I mean, last movie's like I have a brother, and this what? movie's like I have a sister. Uh, you know, like, like that's all they'll do. It. I love how like they're like Jason Momoa, who actually looks like he could theoretically be Dom's brother, doesn't get to play his brother, but John Cena, who doesn't <laughs> look anything like uh, Dom, is somehow his half brother or whatever it is. Like it's, uh, I love it. They <laughs> couldn't find it for years. I they actually like that. I liked it. I liked that it. it doesn't make sense. I hope when they, I hope they started casting and they found all these actors that look just like uh, Vin Diesel, and they're like, "No, we're not doing that. We're gonna get John Cena." I mean, sir, that doesn't really make make it make sense. And they're like, "Fine." Jason Momoa in the movie is like the attempt to get like the demographic of women discovering their well, sexuality. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, good looking dude. Good looking. Good dude. looking dude. Hey. I, Good looking dude. Very good looking dude. I, I Maybe do you're learn- discovering your sexuality, sexuality. Dane. <laughs> Maybe I found it. 
uh, I do love Mary. the idea that hey, she comes in. You're a little sassy lassie. I remember the first podcast we did together. Yep. Little bashful Mary. Uh, it's been a week. <laughs> a week. A week's elapsed. Imagine she's calling me a simp. You know. Imagine what she's gonna be like in a Roasting month. Roasting me. She's gonna right. kick you out of your chair. Make you fun. I mean, just wait till she learns about my pronouns. No, you know? oh, it's gonna be bad. I, I, maybe she comes in as like Brian's uh, long lost sister or something that they never knew about. You don't really know much about Brian's family, but I don't think they want to go back. Brian? That's Paul Walker's. Character. Oh wow! I'm saying, I don't think I they want to go back to that well. I think that's. I, I think that's a little terrifying. Oh, they'll do it for Buddy Buddy um, Boy. Uh, they'll, they'll drag Paul Walker's dead corpse no. and be like, "What do you think of your sister?" And like, put it on streaks is like, uh, "I love her." <laughs> I think they've been pretty respectful towards him. I, I mean, arguably, you could make the argument that continuing pretty franchise... Pretty respectful. Oh, my God. Let me share to you the best movie article I've ever seen. It was about after Paul Walker died. Um, what's his name? Bald guy? The Rock? No, bald Vin guy. Diesel? Vin Diesel. Vin They're Di all guys in the movie are bald. <laughs> my Tyrese bad. is bald, too. The Ludacris bald guy. Ha so Ludacris has hair, I think. Vin Diesel's like, he, he, he's talking to Paul Walker's mom. And he's like, hey, I'm so sorry for your loss. And then he says, like, his mom says, like, no, I'm, I feel more sorry for you. I lost a son, but you lost a partner. It was like, yeah, you lost a son, though. Yeah. That's so much bigger. Like, what are you talking about? But, like, that's <laughs> Vin weird. Diesel just, like, puts that out. There's like, actually, I'm the one that suffered the most. <laughs> Did he say that, though, or was that just a headline? I mean, that's the implication. Okay. I don't, I mean, his, I don't know why his mom would say that. That's that's crazy. I don't think she'd said that. Uh, oh, you think he made that up? I mean, I don't know, but like, I don't, I don't know, Ugh. like, I don't know a person that would be like, my son's dead, but like, you must be feeling even more horrible. Random I, guy that knew him for two years. You know, a uh, lot more than two years. Okay, <laughs> okay uh, five. Uh, a decade, seven. A decade or more. Um, she burst. The first him. movie. Came, the first movie. <laughs> she <laughs> held him in his womb. Well, I'm just you know? saying that the first movie came out in 2001, and Walker died in like 2013 or something like Damn, that. Damn, it's so, been a while. So they knew each other for over a decade. Uh, it is funny because Larson, who uh, nobody likes, at least. Uh, I'm being mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I just okay. Her fan base hates her now because she's making NFTs and they hate NFTs. Oh god! They don't know anything about NFTs. Guess what? I don't she's know. Destroying the environment. She, yes, she's destroying the environment because because <laughs> my blockchain, as they use Twitter, which is going to the blockchain yeah, NFTs. But my favorite part is that uh, she also like lobbied for it to become a character in Star Wars. Like she, I think it's I think it's worse. I think she wants to join these franchises because she hates us. She's like, I want you to suffer through my presence in these movies take that yeah incels that's what she's thinking maybe that's what she's like i imagine her like in her castle i don't she, doubt anything anymore she tried to do the youtube thing um it doesn't really work for somebody on that level of fame you know it's like it doesn't quite have the same it's like will smith does youtube but he's not a youtuber oh God, it's not the same thing like they he, were pushing will smith and her at the same time yeah. because like so youtube yeah. does this thing is like the annual priority rap. priority creators and the, they stopped the year making in, them thankfully because oh yeah. my god that lat you know how they would do like the year in wrap up youtube the, and they got like dislike bombed the most disliked video them, of all time and watch now they don't have back. dislikes anymore yeah watch because them bring it back because the dislikes are gone they don't put people we love they don't no. put pewdiepie no. you know they don't put like marky like actual famous people yeah. they just put all the correct groups and demographics well, said to be i don't know there was a there was a video like that, will smith i mean he's likable but like 
Yeah. There was a video that the quartering did like a long, we're talking like years and years ago where he talked about, there was a, like a landmark thing where YouTube made their press statement where they were talking about how they're going to focus on priority creators and prior and, and authoritative news. And they gave a bunch of money to authoritative news, uh, news stuff. And it's like, why are you, why are you promoting your enemy? They are your enemy. Yeah, these people want your they don't want you to succeed. They want you they want their eyeballs to be on their product, not on yours. Why would you promote uh, news networks when you've got independent creators doing their own investigation? Why would you promote uh, not I'm and that's I'm not talking about the veracity of their work. I'm just seriously saying like given your business model, why would you support uh, news outlets that already have infrastructure on network television and uh, movie stars are you who, saying YouTube and something for, like CNN are direct competitors? I'm saying that well, I'm saying them and uh, originally, originally they would have been they would have been competitors. You, a lot of people go yeah. to go to not YouTube anymore. Not, no, 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 now it's like a vehicle for them. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. This, but that was on purpose. But why would you do that when you could have? They made the ad system because, like uninhabitable for independent creators. Yeah. Essentially, to make a living. Yep. Because, I mean, for, for a long while, there was a bunch of rowdy boys saying rowdy things on YouTube, and, like, you get a Coca-Cola ad in the yeah. middle of it. It's like, But it's like, I, what I never understood about the Adpocalypse situation... We're on, like, Adpocalypse 3 or 4 now. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Is, like, who said that those independent creators consented to those companies being affiliated with their their content? Like, if you are yourself a brand and your channel is your company... Why does the other company get to advertise on your video even when you select no ads? Like that's what never made sense uh, to me about it. That's that's the thing. Now. The condition. That, that wasn't the, those um, big companies were like saying they didn't want to be associated with these videos. Yeah. But who said the video creators wanted to be associated can, with those companies? I mean, I'm sure they want money. Can you choose? I mean, you used to be able to choose no ads on purpose. Can you not do that anymore? I don't. I mean, think you so. have to. I mean. When you monetize now, like but I'm saying, if like, you have some to people turn like, it on, like it, sticks, it doesn't come on. Like sticks hexing him or doesn't advertise on his videos. Yeah, I mean, uh, on purpose because he uses it as a vehicle to funnel uh, people to his literary work. So he doesn't. He uses it as a promotional tool, not as a a profit. Uh, yeah, he uh, never wanted to depend on it. Yeah, so so he's a smart guy. I like him. So why uh, are they allowed to just put ads on your stuff if you say I don't want ads on my stuff? That's, that's what I thought. I thought I if it's know. if you got demonetized either by your own choice or it would just demonetize you, it would still show ads. Look at uh, somebody. Somebody look it up and see if that if that's true. Uh, but it says beginning in twenty twenty in two thousand one, the Fast and Furious has produced ten movies and grossed over six point six billion dollars. And Brie Ooh. wants Brie wants her cut of the six point six billion and uh, what I'm sure she would deem as incel tears or something like that, uh, because nobody likes her. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Uh, they got the uh, the spinoff and everything, but I I just think that this is hilarious because I really do. I'm imagining like her like trolling the halls of uh, of of like IP franchises and like what can I go for next that they won't want me on. Uh, sorry, uh, YouTube will put ads on non-partner videos, but won't pay the creator. Says yeah. CNBC. Wow, that is that is awful. That that is truly awful. Maybe I mean, what what so else like, do you, you expect? You will advertise with this company that you may have a deep moral conviction against. Yeah, and you have no choice in the matter. 
I mean, what even though your own YouTube channel is your company and brand and living. Yep. What else can you expect from the company that took away from their guidelines? Don't be evil. Yep. Yeah. They were like, we're going to need to be evil. <laughs> Take that off. Uh, that was, that was, uh, I, I remember the first time I heard that because I was like, that doesn't sound like a real slogan. It was totally a real slogan. It was totally a real no, slogan. No, I know, I know, I know. For years it, and years and years. Um, but then when they got rid of it, like they had a reason to do it. Like they gave like some explanation. What's it now? Uh, I don't know. Uh, be uh, good. Beware. <laughs> beware. <laughs> beware of us. Uh, I, I have no idea. I, I'm just okay. What franchise would you be terrified? Like, if if you're thinking about stuff you care about, movies, television projects, what would you be terrified that she's going to just ever so casually roam into next and infect? Sorry, I didn't mean to use the word infect. I'm so, I'm not trying to be mean. I, I promise. I don't know. I'm not. Ever been, everything has been ruined already. That's a fair point. This Except is... for Twilight, if she, she they remake it Twilight, and she begs to be part of the remake. Except for Twilight, I'd be real mad. If she, if you she think got Twilight's beat. unruined, you got glimmering vampires and it's unruined. Leave yeah. it alone. Leave it alone. It was a more um, innocent time. We were entertained by different things. Harry Potter gets remade with her as Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> this was Maybe. a win. Yes. For feminist girl bosses everywhere. Yeah, I hate that term, girl. Worse is boss up. That's, That's that, might, that might be worse. <laughs> Me, I am. We all are. I am not deeply. I am not deeply. No, you are. I'm not. Ugh, I'm totally not. Got me. <laughs> all right, so I, I would be more worried about her, like getting into like. Like, like they're gonna make um, bad boys. They're making well. I don't know if that's gonna get made now. Yeah, not anymore. But uh, like she gets like maybe they recast Will Smith as her uh, in, in the new Bad Boys movie. They just they just go ahead and just pretend he's same uh, character, same everything. character. Yeah. yeah. And that the the, the title is like even girls can be bad. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> we dude. Market, pr print it. This is the that's a license to print money right Dude, there. The Bold Culture Crisis Tuesday episode is constantly like a million dollar idea factory. Every is <laughs> every day, idea after idea after idea. We're we're just help, we're just out here to give them uh, good stuff to. Uh, Isn't it Monday? Yeah, but it yeah, comes, but it out, comes out, on. out Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes you gotta gotta think ahead. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about Neil McDonough. This one, th this is more serious. I, I guess it's not serious. It's not a serious topic, but it's. Um, I thought this was really interesting. Um, because we talk, I, I got into a discussion with someone the other day about what an intimacy coordinator is, uh, which is a position in Hollywood where they literally have to hire people now because of Harvey Weinstein, um, to not rape people, I guess. On, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Don't okay, say that that's not what it, it's like. It's, they're they're really? there to make sure they're there to make sure that everyone feels comfortable while shooting, uh, sex scenes on, uh, you'd think this would have been a position like. I mean, it seems ridiculous. It seems it's like the direct. It's only a problem because they're inserting so many more sex scenes than yes. used to be in film. It's really funny because they were talking. Like, I, I was like looking up. I was like trying to find an old article relating to intimacy coordinators, and I, all I could find out was like, why isn't there more sex in Bridgerton season two? And they're like mad because Hollywood's Ew. obsessed with uh, with sex. And, and so Neil McDonough says he relied on his faith after being blacklisted in Hollywood. You can get through anything, he says. Uh, so he relied on his faith uh, to cope with tough times in Hollywood. And he says that this is because that he was blacklisted because he refused to shoot sex scenes. He, he claims that that's like, really? yes. So he says, now I'm going to, I'm going to hold him uh, accountable here in a weird way. You're an actor, dude. Grow up. I no, not, not that, not that. 
I know I, I I've watched uh, Neil McDonough for a long time. Okay, he was he played a really great character in a show called Justified. He was uh, Damian Dark in the Arrowverse, uh, in a lot of stuff before. He, he was even in Sonic. He was in like he was uh, in Suits. He was yes, he was he was in Suits. Like he's he's one of those actors. He's really charismatic, yeah. and he's one of those people. Like when you see him, you you know you've seen him before, but you might not yeah. know his name. Absolutely, he's the but, ultimate actor for that. Yes, uh, he, but what I'm saying is like he's like my career suffered. I look back at his IMDb, and there's literally not a year where there isn't at least two projects there so uh, maybe he worked more usually and then in that year the years that he's talking about he just worked less but that's not what i think of when i think of blacklisting but he's like minor roles but typically uh he's like uh he's usually like the uh, a very good guest maybe star would have gotten major roles um, that's what i'm he saying but blacklisted. He, so, so let's so it says in 2010 the actor claimed he was fired three days into filming the abc series scoundrels because he wouldn't agree to on-screen sex scenes while the show only ran for one season the 56 year old said that he was blacklisted from the industry there was a time when i wasn't working the 56 year old uh, told fox news digital i couldn't get a job because people thought i was this crazy religious guy but that wasn't the case i love my wife but i love my acting too i was hopeful that at some point someone would give me a chance again the devout catholics clause wasn't new from 2008 to 2009 mcdonough starred in desperate housewives where he played nicolette sheridan's husband mcdonough had a no kissing rule that prompted the show's creator mark cherry to give to get creative with the writing mcdonough who married his wife i don't know how to pronounce that name uh Rouvet, yeah. Uh, in 2003, uh, he said, I won't kiss any woman because these lips are meant for one woman. So he is a very, very I mean, that's classy man. as hell. That's a classy like, dude. You're in a wrong industry, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and I brought yeah. this up to Mary earlier because I was mentioning that he played a character on the show called Justified called named Quarles, who is basically like a mid-level mob. Like he's, a, he's like a middleman, mid-level dude for like a Detroit crime family. Uh, working in Kentucky, who uh, has uh, was abused as a child, that comes out, and then he had past issues with drugs. And in his like the last kind of episode or two, it's probably the last two or three episodes of his arc, he kind of uh, relapses and falls into this really bad drug rabbit hole where he's like using constantly, he's, like smoking oxy's and shit like that. And my question to Mary was, I said, uh, from a religious perspective, is it worse? Is it as bad or different to, you know, to simulate? Uh, heavy drug use as a crime boss from a Detroit family who regularly oh, kills a... people uh, is that somehow different than uh, simulating sexual acts with someone in a show like I, I wanted your perspective on that yeah um, so what I thought was to use two characters having sex as a plot point in a movie or a TV show you don't have to show the whole thing right but for something like drug use, you can't just have him like look at drugs and then fade to black. Like there is the not, Hitchcock method. I, I think that yeah, oh, or, or Tarantino there, like pan away. A They'll sex pan up. Scene can yeah. at least be done in a veiled way or yeah. a hinted way, whereas like it's harder to do that with someone killing another person or like doing I, drugs. So he should not be portraying characters that kill people either. No, I'm saying it's easier to show that in okay. like graphic detail just as a plot point, but like a sex scene does not have to be okay. in graphic detail to no. be a plot point. Like it can begin like uh like with them almost embracing and fade to black and then them laying on the bed, you know? Do you remember the scene in in a dark night when uh the Joker gets brought in uh in the in the garbage bag into the the mob boss's den on the pool table mm -hmm. and then he, he 
gets up and he puts the knife in his mouth. That's Michael Jai White's uh, in his mouth. Uh, and he talks about uh, how he's going, he's taking over his organization. And then it cuts just as he motions. Yeah. And it's basically to imply that he threw the knife through the back of his throat or out the side of his mouth. Uh, but they don't actually show it. It's done yeah. all through qu- uh, expert cutting and good audio. And that uh-huh. takes more effort, I think, than showing everything. Exactly. And uh, well, to me, it's more artistic that way. But yeah. But for example, in uh, Reservoir Dogs, uh, there's that scene where I think Mr. Blonde is cutting some yes, the, yes, the, the yep. ear off. Yep. And it's also, it was like, it pans away, but you hear like the, the audio and, and the gruesome yelling. And in some ways it's more palatable. Yeah. But in other ways it's gruesome because like. You fear more what you are not. Right. What you don't see. It's like, oh my God. So maybe it would be better for like, but in these industries, they know that sex sells and they know that that's an easy way to market their product, unfortunately, which is funny because they, they look down on like the porn industry, but then they like, they're just doing porn light. Well, I mean, in Euphoria, they did hire an actual porn star as an actress. So I think the lines are going to start to get really really blurred. That's that's happened. Chloe Cherry. Yeah, that's happened to that industry. And they have very graphic sex scenes in Euphoria. There's a blonde girl that they're like taking her for all they're worth in that show. That's Sydney Sweeney. I mean, they do it with all the characters. Oh, really? And it's just when you think about it, we covered that literally playing underage people like why do you want that's to the creepy that that's the creepy part uh I, w- I was looking into that when we were because i was like aren't they high schoolers it's in the show worse, yeah um i was like looking into it and while well, it's like apparently like in that in in the porn industry they're not allowed to pretend to be underage in some countries it's like they, they won't even let petite chicks do yeah porn. so so like they're like that that industry is not even allowed to do it uh as like a as like a storyline right but we have it on hbo but it's hbo like, can go ahead and just do it yeah that's that's crazy yeah. like that's so uh he goes on he says i remember falling to my knees and saying god why have you forgotten about me why am i being punished so much mcdonough recalls and as soon as those words came out of my mouth i realized what self-absorbed questions those were god has given me so much we all experience challenges in our lives i should be grateful and thankful for all the blessings i'm given and that sentiment rings very very true to me because i think that's a very important thing that a lot of people kind of fall away from these days is the importance of gratitude uh even when you're struggling i bring that up fairly regularly here I'm quite happy about how self-aware he is honestly yep he's and he says right he says that's when grant uh, when mcdonough said Grammyost called the star of the screenwriter for previously worked with on bands of brothers in 2001 uh, and he called him up to be on justified so he says, uh, I remember a few minutes later, I was sitting there in a kitchen table with uh, Rouvet. Is, that, is it Rouvet? I, I feel it's like Rouvet. it's Rouvet. You saw be the Ru- accent on the E. Rouvet. Uh, he said, Graham called and said, hey, do you want to play the villain for the first episode or two of Justified? I said, yes. Yes, I do. And after that first take, he came up to me and said, you would you want to play the villain for a whole year? Uh, didn't you know that was my game plan? That's what I'm going to do. Like he, he's great. Now I give it, if anybody here, I've, I've sang the praises of this show a thousand times over. If you want an example of expertly done, um, really, really, uh, identifiable dialogue that is uh that makes the world feel extremely real that is the show that you uh, a great example of a show you want to watch uh we had uh, tim had nick searcy on on irl he was in that show it's uh, timothy oliphant or oliphant some say I, I don't know which one it is uh it's it's great it's on amazon prime or hulu but it's it's a show i recommend everybody check out they're actually bringing it back for a limited series uh, based on another one of the books from that it's a character uh, it's uh 
the series is called Fire in the Hole. It's an Elmore Leonard book, right? And he's uh, that's what that show the the character of Raylan Gibbons is based on. And they're bringing it back for like a single mini series uh, in the next year. So I recommend anybody uh, just off topic to go and watch Justified and then watch the mini series when it comes out. Cool. After Justified, everything was kind of forgotten. I was determined to give her a really great performance, and I did. And you know, I realized that perhaps I was just taking some of my acting for granted. I was working all the time, but perhaps I wasn't as dialed in enough in terms of what I could be, what I could really do as an actor. Uh, I came out of this on the other side. He continued, I've been working so much in the last several years. I couldn't be more thankful. I thank God every day for all the blessings I'm given, even during challenging times. See, I don't really take this as being like blacklisted i take it as like he had like a slump for like maybe a year or a couple of months and like uh it was kind yeah. of punched up to be that there are legitimate cases of blacklisting though oh yeah yes uh, especially for religious people with, not one of them uh i i like uh after the passion of the christ came out jim caviezel got very little work yeah. and he was very hot at that time um frequency and uh all of his other projects which he did really well the other one with denzel washington um, but very, very good actor that kind of just disappeared because Hollywood hated Passion of the Christ. It's not a moral industry. No, it's absolutely not. It's the opposite of a moral industry. Right, so. uh, it's an amoral industry. So you're kind of like showing like you're not part of the in-group at that point. But I, I, I like the fact that, I mean, it's not easy to stay open about your mm. religious convictions in an industry like that. Do you think, okay, here's a, another question for you. As somebody who is religious, um, is he and we all know that Hollywood is an immoral industry. Is it wrong for him to remain involved in the industry? It's hard to tell because you can easily trick yourself by saying that you're the change that you want to see in a certain industry mm -hmm. um, or the world when really you're just participating and being complicit in a lie. I mean, um, what the argument would be that he could, you know, prove that people of his moral standing do belong there and theoretically more people like him would hopefully join. You know, yeah. acting isn't inherently like sinful or anything. So no, the, it, it's, the profession it's like, isn't, but the culture around the industry it is. is like highly corrupt. No, I mean, I, I understand depraved. that. But like what I'm saying, like maybe his thing might be like his rationalization might be that you know acting isn't inherently evil and no. like i'm an inherently no. good guy so like i'll i'll bring whatever like my mm -hmm. values to it but it's like you know like you can be the classiest guy in a mob yeah but. yeah i suppose yeah like uh there's a fascination with um with like uh like uh, bad guys who are somehow uh not classy i don't think classy is the right word but like people who have like principles like, like pablo escobar like yeah. he he'd get a bunch of money and he'd donate it to the poor like he has some interesting values but ultimately he's a murderer yeah you know? there, there's a fascination with that type of dichotomy in in those industries so i i would like to see somebody like him speak more about it but i think he'd be afraid and rightfully so would be afraid to want to i mean this is new and he just did adam carolla the other day so he's i don't know it's because his new thing boone or whatever his new show or is coming out so he's on kind of like a weird press tour but the that interview i thought was interesting because all of them were kind of highlighting how faith played a role in that for him so i i find that to be interesting that he's not afraid to at least speak on it now it's something celebrities are allowed to talk about but that's all like you can't go too far and be too explicit about it before people get mad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like at an Oscar. Thank God. And that's it. 
Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, you don't want to like Chris Pratt. That that's where he rides the line sometimes. That's he, why they they have to be religious in a very non-offensive way. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I don't even necessarily. What does that even mean anymore? Right? I I don't even know how I I feel if I disagree. I was like, you know, like as long as they're not preaching, I don't like when people preach to me stuff that I don't agree with. So I mean, if somebody disagrees with it, that's fine. But it's like uh, if their goal is to reach the most amount of people, then the people who are paying their paychecks are likely. It's less about religion and more about money that they don't want to him to get them to get pigeonholed into one certain area that won't make them more money i don't know those movies make a lot of money the religious movies I, yeah which, which one other than the passion of the christ which which ones oh man like i don't know i have to research it but like i think they did uh what's his name of this app there's like a religious the chosen i don't know it, the god chosen friended is me? an independently funded um show they based do on well. the gospels that is like t completely crowdfunded and has its own app to stream if that's what you're talking about i think I, it might be I, I think it's what uh it's like t tinder for christian people mm. and it, bumble they, is that bumble multiple no, no. ones like um that. i don't know the name, but the, but the, it, it had a movie and I think it did pretty well. The point is, though, me and you have discussed this, that faith-based, the term faith-based is used to pigeonhole these movies. Yeah. Uh, and they're looked down upon on the industry. That yeah. is That is absolutely true. So we'll see where this goes. I hope he keeps getting work because uh, he is a fantastically charismatic actor who... Uh, he's a great straight man. Yes. Like he's, a, he's a good foil for a lot of people. He, uh, it, like, in when he was on... Um, arrow and uh, he did all those cw he was like a very good like uh like talented dude on a network where it's mostly just really hot young people uh who are not necessarily the most uh charismatic uh they're they're good looking but maybe they're not the best actors uh but he was very very good there but justified is where i where i really loved him so i think people should go and check that out he's almost always a villain he's yes well he kind of he, he has that uh that yeah. face that just works for he just looks like he's sucking on sour grapes all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect he does. that's perfect <laughs> all right we're gonna move on to padlock and this one you're gonna have to help me with mary because uh mary Brett like doesn't know who jojo siwa is i had Neither. i had no like uh, first of all i'm feeling older who is every, this child every day that i have to work with mary i feel older and older and older <laughs> um i didn't know what among us was I mean, you do have to give her her bottle before the show that is true <laughs> um <laughs> uh, I didn't know what Among Us was, which is apparently a game that's just like a lame uh, video game version oh, it's great. of Guess no, Who. It's funny. Yeah, um, yeah. People uh, were suggesting that for the hundredth episode, and I was whoa. like, "Brett, what do you think?" He's like, "What's Among Us?" I, who's people? <laughs> who, <You know? laughs> who is people? Who's people? So it says, uh, "Here's what, what is a people." Here's I'm not what's a happening with uh, JoJo. How do you pronounce the last name? Siwa. Siwa. Not being invited to the Nickelodeon Choice Awards. Who is she? Uh, She's one of Nickelodeon's flagship stars, but she started on Dance Moms when she was a kid. And she wonders why I she, have no idea who she is. She like I'm out here watching YouTube. Dance Moms. Dance Moms. <laughs> uh, should we read the Should we read the first one from Buzzfeed or the second? Which one's the better article? We should watch Dance um, Moms on the hundredth episode. Dance Moms, everyone. No, I don't want to read. I don't want to watch love Dance, Dance Moms. Moms. Okay, let's watch that. I'm not doing that for the hundredth. Okay, Brett. We're not doing that. So it says she publicly aired her grievance towards Nickelodeon after revealing she wasn't invited to the annual Kids' Choice Awards. I would look at that as like a compliment, but that's just me. What a world. That It's the world we live in. Uh, it, I, I do think she looks kind of like... Um, 
I, I don't know. You said Emma Watson and who else? And Melissa McCarthy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you missed it, JoJo was nominated for favorite social media star at the event, shared a video on Sunday letting her followers know she'd not been invited. The same thing happened with um, Rachel, what's her name from West Side Story? Zegler? Ziegler? Zegler? Uh, Actress. Uh, she, she was up for an award for West Side Story. And like she was like, nominated for like best uh, best lead actress or something or something for West Side Story but she wasn't invited to the Oscars yeah, and she odd. complained and then they like got Do you her... think they just forgot? <laughs> that's it's, like, it's a lot of people, you know? There's a lot of people going on. With this one it's definitely intentional. Okay, so why do you think it first so it says uh, I want you to tell me that in a second. It says a lot of you have been asking me why I'm not on the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards tonight. And the answer is very simple. I wasn't invited. I'm not sure why, but I just didn't get an invite she said in a clip posted to her Instagram. She captioned the video, I don't want anyone to think it was my choice not to go. I simply didn't get invited. Frowny face. <laughs> Before following up with her story, somebody tagged me in something that, that they used my song, One Chance. My song made the cut, but not me. She likely does not own that song, right? Her, her student, yeah, like, no whoever her label is, owns that song. It's not yeah. her song. So she's the new It girl and they want to have her? Uh, she's not exactly new. She is kind of aging out of Nickelodeon and kid-friendly stuff. Even in this picture right there? She's that's aging 18. out, my friend. That is that is aging out. And the, she's oh like five ten, so that's... she doesn't even look like a kid in person. So but... <laughs> why do you think this was intentional? Um, okay, so she had a little bit of a spat with Nickelodeon back in September last year, apparently. Um, About she what? was she started her tour in twenty twenty, and then it got halted, and then she started again. But um, she was supposed to add her new songs from this live action musical, The J Team, and then. None of them were her songs, by the way. They were all belonging to Paramount Plus, which is the parent company of Nick. Um, but she said, Nick told me today that I'm not allowed to perform or add any of the songs from the film into my show. And in a subsequently deleted tweet said, these are my songs in, in all caps, my voice, my writing. Does this seem fair? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Mm. And then in another deleted tweet, she said, learn today. working yeah. for a company as a real human being treated as only a brand is fun until it's not. <laughs> uh, life, what, what's the <laughs> saying? Like life hits, life comes at you but fast. But here's the really um, sinister part of this is that she knows exactly why she wasn't invited to the Kids' Choice Awards and it was this defiance to the company. But now she's framing it like they disinvited her because she came out as like gay or bisexual or uh. something. <laughs> and she cut her hair a couple of days ago to like some kind of like not sure. trying to be mean, but like a lesbian undercut. And that that is like a problem uh. for her kid friendly image. Which is um, funny because the undercut was like everything from like 2013 <laughs> to 20. Like Ruby Rose had that cut. I'm sure Ruby Rose was getting invited to everything. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's clearly that's not, not the thing. But she's been liking all of these tweets and posting them on her Instagram story to make it out like that's the situation. That's going to be the move now forever, isn't it? My so favorite... like there was oh, this tweet really? that said. But did you know I was queer? My favorite yeah. when you fired me. My favorite, uh, my favorite thing that celebrities do in passive aggressiveness is when they don't post about it, but they like other people's posts that's talking they, about that's it. That's what she's doing. She <laughs> this one tweet said, "The only year that JoJo Siwa didn't get invited to the Kids Choice Awards is when she comes out and cuts her hair." 
sus at Nickelodeon. Oh, and I love the idea that there's like a studio executive in the back who's like, not that haircut, not on my watch. And then he just axes her from like the the schedule. These kids are getting smart. JoJo is the only reason y'all have been making money lately and you don't invite her. No wonder your show's flop, Flopalodian. <laughs> JoJo Siwa deserves better. Hashtag Flopalodian. So Flop-a-lodian. they were going to cancel her and she was going to be like, now you're bigots. Yep. You're, you're all bigots. What a great move. Yep. I'll, I'm going to do that. She's, uh, yeah. So, so I, I don't know if I buy that uh, that that's the reason. I, I think. Uh, I already got the haircut. It's so underhanded that she would even go there because she knows exactly yeah. what happened. Which is which is nefarious and really really kind of like dirty to like know maybe that they you're... do have her in a horrible contract i don't know they but it certainly do. has nothing to do with her being well gay. hey there was another jojo that got into a horrible contract at one time and that was the girl yes, yes she the, had the superior jojo the, the, the far <laughs> the far far superior jojo Singer of get out except for she made that really cringy covid version of uh the other what's her other big song it was leave get out and i forget the other too little too late yeah uh, but late. she she did like a weird covid version of one of those at right after like the the contract she had to remake and re-release both of them but yep. now her voice doesn't sound like she's 13 years old anymore get out. Like, <laughs> like nobody wanted to hear That's that the like, end of you and me <laughs> It's, it's too the end late. of you and me. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm now doing drugs. <laughs> uh, so yeah. This is JoJo, the far superior JoJo by by far. We, they should just replace them. Um, and, and the next generation will have their JoJo. Yes, the, uh, we need to just have like uh, like they should have brought her in. And I love been... queer politics in this show. I love it. It's like, oh yeah, well I'm gay now. That's so guess who's a bigot? Yeah, exactly. That's that's what they do. I, I, I mean, she's how old is she? Like eighteen? Yeah, like. And she's and right. she's already weaponizing that. She's like, oh, oh I know how this goes. Mm-hmm. About to get my spot back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you hate working for Nickelodeon so much, why do you want to be invited to the show so bad? Dude, I hope yeah, she right? succeeds with this like uh, gaslighting. <laughs> I hope she's like. <laughs> idea that nickelodeon is just run by this evil mastermind of like homophobia like they're all we, just i hope it works i hope it works as if how they, to oust the gay yeah. star i hope it works <laughs> not uh, t- which completely discounts the fact that these companies like have corporatized and yeah. totally use the the labels like that's an the, advantage it, for them if yes. anything um it's very delusional the, the second this starts happening that the whole narrative is gonna shift and then it's gonna be like all the movies is gonna be like you know what it's really considerate when people do that and, and like the whole normie you know world would get download the new patch of ideas and be like oh this is how we think now yeah. i support the current thing I, yeah I, I support the current thing. as you know yes exactly the acceptable thing exactly the the culturally relevant look at acceptable us. thing <laughs> look at us <sighs> all right we're moving on we're talking about the fantastic beasts star mads mickles oh my god we this this whole segment's gonna have to go uh shares his thoughts on the jk rowling controversy um ahead of fantastic beast three coming out so Oh man, Madsen, what'd you say? What he say? He he he's he did he did the smart thing. He's like he's he's a genius at equivocating and getting out of these. Thank God, because I really like him. Yes, he <laughs> says uh, the newcomer to the Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore recently opened up about the upcoming movie, in which uh, he uh, which means he has was asked a variety of topics, both on topic and tangentially related to the Wizarding World. One of those was the topic of J.K. Rowling, uh, her tweets about the transgender community. 
um, and the backlash she had received. Mads input, he'd rather not open his mouth without feeling like he has all the facts. That's exactly what everyone should say in these situations. Like whenever something like this comes up, I'm like, <laughs> you know he's a businessman he just wants to make his Use movies that voice and... more often i will Brad. i will so he says uh people treat uh, people treated a little flippantly like isn't that a disgrace and every time you ask somebody you can't really figure out what she said meaning they don't know they do. like a lot of the time like mm. you ask people and you you don't know what she actually said and to be fair i, I just will, know i'm mad i will give cinema blend credit that they that they posted her tweets here without editing and without um, really labeling it as anything. So they kind of give it to you raw here without trying to make you believe, at least in my opinion, too heavily in one direction. It says, we have to be careful that we know what we're talking about. I have a habit of not commenting on things that I don't know anything about. I actually think that would suit the entire world. And I think he's 110% correct. Wow. If you'd like... Wow. You know, we live in a culture now Imagine. where you do you think he was shading her for talking about something she has no idea about? No, no. I, I think he's talking about people about being a woman. No, <laughs> she doesn't. I know. think he's talking or like about the difference was between sex and gender, or like gender ideology, whatever. I think he's talking about the reaction people had was so crazy, but a lot of people had no idea what she actually said. They just yeah. know they're mad about it. Mm. So he says, Mickelson is not the first person related to the Fantastic Beast who has shared thoughts following a series of tweets from J.K. Rowling. And then they go into how Eddie Redmayne talks about how he has nothing but respect for the LGBTQ community. That's fine. That's good. But then they go down here and they show the tweets. And I, what I love about it is there's like nothing you can get mad at. I'm not even going to read them. I'll just leave them on screen there. But it says, okay, I'll read the first one says if sex isn't real there is no same sex attraction if sex isn't real the lived reality of woman globally is erased i know and love trans people but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives isn't hate to it isn't hate to speak the truth wow that there, first sentence is a great point yeah there's nothing hateful about what she said and there's like i, I don't want to get into the the to the gender politics of it i want to talk about how smart yeah. he was to kind of just like look Oh my god! People are overreacting. Like, I love that. If sex isn't real, there's no same-sex attraction. That means your if sex isn't real, your identity is a farce. I think for the most part, he's right that people should just acquit. Like, don't talk about it if you don't like if you don't have all the facts. People weren't the, the. It shouldn't be about what she said. It's the fact that people didn't know what she said yeah. and are still getting very mad. And she's uh, you know, but she's got a few money. She doesn't she's have to toady. Uh, oh man, uh, was that who's it that was talking about that that one time? Barry Weiss. Yes. Who, uh, now, who now is like beloved? Yeah. Like I, I, I was like I didn't. I was so glad. Like I didn't pretend like I knew what that was when Good. when that came up. I was like, I'm yeah, I don't know what it. that is. I got you. Um, um, so it says, uh, uh, it is as if we either want to. It is is it. It's as if we want to either or if the gap becomes too big, then we just stop talking. They're talking about the divide between people. So it says, uh, though he did note in particular, he tries to avoid social media given he sucks at it. <laughs> he doesn't want to be part of the polarizing debates, noting uh, it is as if we want to, to have either or if that gap becomes too big, we just stop talking. He's right. He's 110% right that the talking points are too polarizing and too controversial to people that there is no middle ground and that can't be that can't be found online. Like I can I can bet you right now that if anybody has an opinion on what we're saying right now because I take no sides in this but I think he's smart in saying that you should not just have these debates online you need to have these debates in, in person too because you lose humanity if you don't actually have these discussions with other people one thing that struck that i struggle with like when we have these discussions is we're having it here 
in a studio talking to one another. But when people who are going to come in, you know, whether it's us or a channel that's much bigger that gets more views, when they watch that debate, they're seeing it through the lens of a screen, right? And you lose a lot of humanity when you can't have that discussion in person. So they're arguing about something they didn't actually experience firsthand. Hmm. Uh, I would rather have this discussion with somebody who I vehemently disagree with, but I want to have that discussion with them in person, not online. I don't know if I'm too old, but I'm tired of having discussions with people that vehemently disagree with me. I've, uh, <laughs> me and, I've completely given up on converting anyone. Yeah, I don't try it all. Like, me, me and Mary, me and Mary spent the hour before the show discussing the death penalty <laughs> and really? uh, the, and many other things. and many amongst other things. But you know, uh, this house is more, or this office is more likely to foster debate because it uh, it yeah. encourages people to have uh, vastly different views. There's that they super have different point of, points of view. Yeah. Here. So so, is it, but I think he, I don't think he's wrong. I think he's smart to just stay like every time somebody gets in trouble on Twitter, like a celebrity, I'm like, why are you even on there? I was thinking it must be like mind numbing to be a celebrity before the Internet and then afterwards. So at first you had to deal with the mainstream media and paparazzi and all that. But then you had to actually be expected to reply. Yeah. Everybody to what has they were to saying about yeah. you. Everybody has to live as if they're running for president of the United States now. Uh, yeah. He can't just be an actor. He has to be an actor who has strong opinions on uh, That's like complex torturing. social issues. Yeah. I'm glad nobody gives a crap about what I think. That's I I'm here for it. I'm here for uh, people not caring about what I have to say. That's that's a that's a very freeing uh, and beautiful thing to embrace if you embrace it. But I think there's too much narcissism in Hollywood to embrace something like that. They think that everyone wants their opinion, uh, and then when people uh, the people that don't like the opinion speak up, they get uh, very very upset about that. He obviously has not fallen into that trap. So good for him. And speaking of not falling into the trap, this is great. Chris Pine admits he only recently got a smartphone. He's he's forty one. I mean, that's cool. That's a beautiful. That, that's amazing. Uh, I like that they use the picture of him from Star Trek, though. Uh, it says, uh, "Welcome to the future, Chris Pine." Uh, uh, in the in the battle of Chris's, who is the best, Chris? Pine or who? Hemsworth, Pine or Pratt? Oh, they're all pretty good. I mean, I think. Mary, do you have an opinion on this? I don't think I do. That's amazing. I think Pratt. Probably Pratt for me. He's cool. Pratt, Hemsworth. They, they, I don't know. Cool. I don't know enough yeah. about any of them. I'd have a beer with any of them. So what you're saying is like, if your name's Chris, you're basically a good old boy. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I said Chris Poole, but like, <laughs> otherwise, you're pretty cool. <laughs> uh, living in the age of the internet, smartphones and social media as a fact of life for many of us simply cannot accept and prescribe to. But believe it or not, there's a number of people who are not spending hours glued to their screens. One of those seems to be Star Trek actor Chris Pine, who previously shared that he carries around a flip phone rather than upgrading to the latest technology. As it turns out, the actor has since caught up to technology with the rest of us i love the idea of like him now now he's going on twitter and just reading stuff people say about him and getting really sad like i bet you that's what's happening i bet you he goes home and he's like <laughs> yeah like wouldn't you like if you had never if you were never exposed to like the absolute state of the internet that we have right now and then suddenly he goes online one day he's like why did they say that about me dude I didn't like, mean anything it was just a movie why is everyone being so mean to me ignorance is bliss I, yeah I read, it is i write comments for the blog one day 95% positive, but those 5% will get you. Oh, yeah. Like, how do they know? 
You have you to know? be careful. Man. You, <laughs> you have know? to be very careful. I explained this to never to, again. Like uh, I was reading an article the other day where someone's like, he's like, don't read the positive, don't read the negative. Like he's like, you have to just do your job. Like if it's a if it's a passion project, if you've got a YouTube channel that you're doing on uh, on the side, that's your something you're really passionate about, and like you want to do it in your free time, you're a lot more likely to want to be involved in those comments because it's something like that. But if it's your work, even if you're passionate about it, which I am about the stuff we cover here, it's just I can't mentally disconnect my work from those comments so to do my job effectively uh i can't engage with them personally. i'm not jaded enough i guess because they oh, really you're young. bother me you're young you'll get there you'll be plenty jaded whatnot I don't, it's it's not it's not that they I, mean, I hope not I mean, uh, like, I guess the like negative ones bother me in a sense, but not even in the sense like it's going to ruin my day, but in the sense that it's literally going to take up more time than I need to be giving it. And I don't have the, I haven't developed the, the strategy to just not let it, uh, at least occupy my brain for longer than it should, which is any time at all. You should not, you know, you should be able to read something and let it roll right off of you. Right. But if you give even five minutes of your life over to like, wow, he really knew where to jab right there. Holy shit. Like you're losing out on uh, in the in it's not like the positive stuff is going to make me uh, feel great either. Yeah. It's, just, it's like it's nice and it's very nice that people have nice things to say, but you can't let that um, go to your head either. So the best way to do that is for me, for me, is to not engage. I don't know if that's how you feel about it. More or less. Yeah, and you just read them all because you're a psychopath. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel any type of way about it. It's funny to me if they're mad, and if they like us, then that's good. There you go. Whatever. Then she's she's designated comment reader <laughs> for us. So if you're commenting, you're really commenting to her. Thanks, Mary. He yeah, says, uh, <laughs> leave good comments. Mary will see them all. Leave good comments. Oh my god. Uh, I had a flip phone for four years or three years. I just got an iPhone because I felt pummeled by how difficult being analog. Uh, it was very difficult, but having just gotten this crack machine, it's really bad. <laughs> These machines are really, really, really bad. I may immediately go back to my flip phone. I don't know if my soul can handle it. Oh, he rules, dude. I feel you, bro. This is the best crack. <laughs> that dude, last, never mind. like that last sentence, really hits, dude. Like it's like that sometimes. Like I have, a, I did a, a video that like for my Instagram that's coming out today just talking about like how I haven't been lately skating has always been such an intricate part of like getting away from like the the hate like the ha like just everything that comes with being on your phone or being in front of a computer all day and I haven't been utilizing it to the best of my abilities lately because I've been tired or I've been making up whatever excuse I want to make I skated every day for almost three years and like lately I've just been kind of like I'm working a lot I'm busy all the excuses you would normally make and I was just talking about how like it's just it gets your soul it gets in your soul a little bit if you spend too much time looking at all this stuff you tell me buddy you get it's not just the <laughs> negative stuff you get numb to the positive stuff oh too God. and that's almost worse then it's like then you become then you're just a freaking you're just chasing the uh the dopamine hit and that's that's not good as you know I've been working in marketing professionally my whole career and yeah. so a lot of the things i've done like in my past is like do facebook ads in particular yeah so i would have to be logged in on facebook constantly to like monitor like different ads from different companies and see how they perform yep and doing that young and like for like 40 hours a week yeah. and just like seeing how you know how everyone everyone's profile is just like some cope and projection of who they want to be but not really who they are yeah. it, it's been can you give me an example I don't know. That's a vague one. I'm just like, uh, what do you mean by projection of who they want to be? Man, it's just like, 
Have you ever gotten a text from a person that's like, man, I'm at this party and it blows. But yeah. then they take a, a picture uh, for social media. It's like having the time of my life with my boys. Yeah. It's yep. like... Like the the couples What's going that post, on, dude? the couples that post the most pictures about how happy they are are often the least happy, and then they break up and they yeah. it, the person gets deleted from everything. Yeah, you know. He says he says I used to read so many books. Gosh, I would just effing murder these books. Just fifteen books in like three months, and then the phone showed up, and it's and it's I can tell you everything about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Oh my but god. I can't, but I can't tell you a effing thing about literature. I just want to vomit. I hate myself. This guy I have rules. So mu I have so much. I have such self-loathing about it. Uh, I now stand hard Dude, for, for Chris Pine. First um, off, Star Trek is better than Star Wars, and everyone knows this. Because Star Wars is hot garbage. Second, he was like uh, the, the protagonist in that, so that's cool. And now this? I mean, modern Star, Tre uh, Star Trek movies are just Star Wars movies anyways. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No J way. Uh, I am not an Abrams fan in the movie setting. I, 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 I'm I a fan of some of Abrams' early stuff. I'm not really a Abrams There's not fan. a... I mean, Star Trek is not about an incestual family causing I'm melodrama about across the, the whole I'm universe. I'm not talking about the, the television version. I'm talking about the movie. No, so uh, am I. What's that called? The, what, time, what's, what timeline is that called? The... It's got a name for it. I, I don't know. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Star Trek is not about a guy who has daddy issues and has to, like, <laughs> kill his father, you know? You leave Luke alone. Um, I I'm, won't. I'm not really a fan. I, I, I know this is blasphemous as, like, somebody who hosts a pop culture channel, but I just don't care about I was a Babylon 5 guy. I, I liked Babylon 5. Uh, I liked Farscape. Uh, I, I don't really care about Star Trek and Star Wars. <laughs> Cancel me. Uh, that's fine. So uh, I'm right with him. Uh, <laughs> we have everyone just like staring at you, like really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Every everyone is like thinks that. You I don't even to... know the shows you mentioned. The... I, I think they yeah, sound like a joke. Yeah, yeah. That's that's me. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Them. You wouldn't know them. I love Firefly. They're not for you. They're not for you. They're they're very they're very very deep. It's like Gattaca. Yeah, oh, got that's, it. That's yeah. Uh, that I feel pretentious even making that joke. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I am. I'm right there with him. I think uh, we're, uh, we're 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 infecting his life. I can already tell. We're making his life worth worse by talking about Pete uh, Davidson and Kim Kardashian. The Chris Pine Pratt. watches Pop Culture Crisis. That, oh, confirmed. It's confirmed. Uh, confirmed. Uh, yeah, that's fake news. That's... What if he was like, "Well, I had to get my smartphone to watch Pop Culture Crisis." Like, oh, <laughs> that'd, like, be, <gasps> that'd be the greatest. Really, Chris Pine? That'd be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> get him to do an ad for us. That'd that's what great. we should. We should get celebrity, uh, celebrity ads. We should get them on. What's that site? Cameo. Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> we should do that. That would be that would be hilarious. I got some wild ideas. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about it. All right. So that was, uh, uh, we will end the show on Chris Pratt and Chris, Chris Pratt's great, but now we love Chris Pine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris Sorry, Pine Chris Pratt. Uh, you're both, they're both great. Eh, they're you both know great. what? I like you. All three of them. I like Helmsworth too. Oh, you like me? Yeah. Yeah. Extraction you're, two is going to be Are you a Chris? No, no. Um, uh, uh, but Chris uh, Hemsworth's got Extraction two will be coming out soon. If you haven't seen the first Extraction movie, you should go see it. Or it's on Netflix. Okay. Yep. All right. Dane, thank you so much for coming today. Hey. Thanks for having me. Oh, dude, for sure. Went so well. Just like See you week. next week. See you next week. Uh, no social medias to share with people. You're too private. Nope. That's nah, it's a damn shame. Mary, you have social medias you can share with us. Yeah, you can just follow me <laughs> on Instagram at Closer Kitty. No more TikTok. If you want to know. Maybe it'll come back. If you want to know. Keep an I, eye on. I told you not to join ISIS on TikTok, but Mary's like, you know, I have my calling and I must. So. <laughs> So uh, uh, if you want to know why having social media is bad for you, it's the face she's making when she's telling you that her TikTok is <laughs> completely banned. dejected. Just 
Very sad. It's sad. So just just on Instagram for now. And leave comments for her on the video. It's an injustice. I deserve my platform. Plead, plead. Give, uh, make your make your plea right now. Yes, queen. Freeze Peach. I don't know what that means. Whoa. <laughs> free her, free her, free her. Free uh, my speech. Yeah. Do equal parts brave, brave and bold right now. <laughs> Batman, the brave and the bold. All right, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. Uh, and uh, please go to the YouTube channel, like the videos, leave comments on the videos. We will make sure Mary reads all of them. She will, <laughs> she will re read every single one of them. We promise. And I will personally a report reply. Tomorrow. And she, yes, and she, and she will reply for a reply to you. So, uh, and then after you leave comments on the videos, subscribe to the channel. I mentioned that part, right? We just passed 15K. Thank you guys Woo. for that so much. It means a lot. In the description box for all the videos is a link to the Spotify playlist. It has the entire episode beginning to end. It is the best way to listen to the podcast. How else would you take in all this witty banter that we have for you guys? We, we are also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. We are also on social media. We are on Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show. We are on Instagram, finally, at PopCultureCrisisPod. And then we are on Facebook and on TikTok. Dane will be made very happy if you follow us there, at PopCultureCrisis. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We will see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.